Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're back. The game ain't based on sympathy, but you already knew that, baby. You're tuned in. This week, we're going to talk about my love for learning and trusting the process. But first, let me start you out with that Just Us, that new new from DJ Khaled and Scissor. We'll be right back. We the best music. Another one. They gon' feel me now Straight shooter from the hip Yeah, we have a yeah. Tell me get them, then I got em, yeah. Get em 99 problem, but you ain't one Been so high lately, I don't care what's going down You can see it in my eyes, he been hitting it right Got me wishing that he wasn't And I need it all night Real love, show me what it feels like Gotta let you pull up on me, bro Yes, sir. We're back. The game ain't based on sympathy, but you already knew that. You're tuned in. 
<laughs> that's funny. I said, I said, yes, sir. And I guess that Siri thought I said, hey, Siri, because she popped up. But anyway, so I've come to the conclusion that I have the biggest extended family ever, yo. Like the Cayenne family, like I meet new uncles, cousins, Every time I come up here, it's funny. I haven't met any more aunts besides my Aunt Michelle and Aunt Sharon, who I've known my whole life. But every time I come up here, I feel like I meet a new uncle or I always meet a new cousin. So this time around up here in New York, I met um, my cousins Bob and D-Nice. And Bob's 27, D-Nice is 23. And I was chilling with them over in Canarsie yesterday. And we were just talking about life and trusting the process because D-Nice, he's 23, said he's going to school, he's going to trade school for automobiles um, to work on cars, which by the way, yo, trade school to work on cars for one, it's only a one-year program, dude said it was 35 bands, I was like, yo, that's more expensive than a year of college for some universities, but nah, he was like, nah, it's worth it though, he was like, when you come out, they, he was like, when you come out, they help you and they set you up with a job, and he was like, no, let me phrase that. He was like, they stop and they said, he was like, they help you set up a career. And I was like, see, I was like, you get it. I was like, cause that's the exact same thing that I just talked about on my podcast yesterday. I was like the difference between, you know, using having a job mentality and a career mentality. And he said the same thing that I did. He was like, a career is like, in a sense, you're set. Like there's longevity in a career. He was like, a job is just, I wake up and I go to this place and they pay me. He was like, and that's not what I want to do. And I was like, yes. I was like, see, somebody else understands it. And he was like, the only thing that, you know, I wish I would have done was I wish that I would have started with this school stuff straight out of high school instead of taking, you know, a couple years off. And I was like, yo, that's when I asked. I was like, yo, well, I was like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 23. I was like, yo, I'm about to be 22 coming up. I was like, you are young. You definitely got time. And I was like, and that's what I told him, I was like, that's the one thing about time. It's like your best friend and your enemy. Because the good thing is that, you know, time is always on your side, but time is always running out. And so he was asking me about the podcast and everything. And I was telling him, you know, the reason that I started the podcast was because I wanted to start a platform where people, for for relatability, um, I see a lot of like interviews and stuff with like, you know, millionaires and everything or people who have made it, you know, I hear their success stories and them and everything. But a lot of people write them off because it's like it's different hearing something from somebody who's already made it versus when you can relate to, you know, somebody right next door who's currently going through the same thing as you. And so that's what I like to do is I I like to find I don't like I don't like to necessarily you know, I love to learn from people who have already made it and everything. But I, w- one thing that I really love is I love to talk to people about their process and the challenges, you know, that they're facing every day, you know, on the way to their dreams. Because that's like I'm currently I'm in that phase with you, too. Yo, like you're grinding. I'm grinding like you're facing Roblox. I'm facing Roblox like neither one of us have made it yet. And we're both trying to get there. And that's what I love. I just love to, you know, surround myself with productive, positive people who are just, they're trying to go get it in life. And, you know, the one thing about the process is, this thing, life is just a process. It's a series of peaks and valleys. You have a lot of success, and then you can wake up the next day and it goes straight hell, and then you can wake up the next day and it's going to come right back up. And so he was asking me about my podcast, and I was telling him about my podcast, and I was like, for me, the way that I have tried to set up 
well, not the way that I've, yeah, I've tried to set up, well, I have set it up, but I'm, I'm still trying to, is I, although I'm here in the present, everything that I'm doing is for the future and down the road. So, I mean, my podcast setup, it's like a little mobile podcast setup, and it's, I guess, I mean, it's pretty decent for what it is. Um, I started out, what I was saying, before starting the podcast, I was just like, if I'm going to do this, you know, like, I want to be as, like, official as I can and everything. So, I went out, I got a, um, I got a condenser microphone and everything, a boom arm, a, a windscreen pop filter, my focus right. 2i2 audio interface just came um and so i was like everything that i'm trying to do is trying to set up for the future and i picture everything as if like if i actually had my own studio and everything so that that way when i get there it's nothing new to me but i was telling him i was like i'm starting all this you know recording in my grandmother's living room i'm actually recording in her bedroom today because it's better acoustics in here so i'm gonna start i'm gonna start recording in here but I was like, that's just really how the process is. I was like, everybody has to start somewhere. And I was like, you know, one day I'm going to get there. And my my dream for me is I want to have, my overall dream is I want to have a radio show. I would love to have a radio show um, and a TV show as well. But I was like, you know, just for starting right now, you know, I'm going to invest everything that I, you know, that I have right now that I can into it and just build off of that. Because, you know, you don't need to have everything super legit right now just to you know get off the ground and start working with things but the biggest thing going into it is just trusting the process you know knowing that that success is not going to come overnight and that's the one thing you know that's the one thing that I my patience is very low it's very low it's very very low with people but when it comes to like success and life in my future I'm very impatient I've actually started my brain and my mind has slowed down now that I've started doing some daily meditation and reflection and everything so I feel you know more calm and at ease while still going through the process so it's like before my mind was just racing 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 because I'm ADHD as ever yo my ad i'm restless my adhd just always has me up and on edge and it was i guess it can be kind of bad you know putting unwanted stress on yourself and just trying to overthink things so much and that overthinking it made me it was like i was almost kind of i would say almost disappointed in the fact of in the sense like that I don't have everything that I want right now. Like, cause if, you know, if this was a perfect world, the way I would set it up is I would have a studio to record right now. I would have an audio man to, you know, mix and produce all these episodes right now and know all the glitz and the glamour, but that's not how it is. So, um, you know, so I kind of have to start, you know, learning everything on my own, mixing, you know, mixing, editing, all that stuff on my own. And then, you know, later down the line, all that stuff's going to come. And I've just, like I said, as I started like this, so I, I recommend this to everybody, yo, meditation is key. Well, it's starting to be for me. I'm starting to do it like three, four times a day, yo, if I can, because it has really just bought this like sense of peace over me. And I just, I feel so calm and so tranquil and positive. And so like now my outlook on life has changed a little bit. 
now I'm not, you know, I'm still like in a rush, but I'm not in as much a rush, I guess you could say, to get to my final destination. Like before I would say that, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't really living and enjoying life on a day-to-day basis. I was just kind of waking up and it honestly used to be like, I would wake up and I would hope that the day would fast forward or move by really fast, especially if I was very productive so that I could just wake up the very next day and have a productive day again. And I, and like I said, it started just bringing a bunch of stress on me because I started worrying and I started comparing myself to other people. And I was just like, yo, I want to be at this big stage that I'm not there right now. And it's easy to, you know, quit and give up when you're not seeing the success off rip because, and that's, that's a lot of people's thing is like, you know how many people give up right before life was about to go good for them, right before their breakthrough was coming, they give up. And I was like, this time around, I was like, we're doing all this stuff. I was like, that's the one thing I was going to do this time around is I wasn't going to give up on anything. I was going to trust the process all the way through because I've been through the process before when I started my YouTube and everything and it did decent. I think like my most viewed video for one of my wave videos, I had two, I had two videos in the thousands. I had a 1.8 and like a 1.3. Um, yeah, I had a 1.8 thousand for my morning method. And then I had like a 1.3, I think from like my washing method or something like that. But all the other videos were in like the 100s, 200s, a couple 300s. And then I was just like, yo, like, this isn't it for me. It's not popping off like I wanted to because that's the thing, especially in this age of social media, everything has popped off. You know, you see how people go viral real quick just off a video or or whatever. And I was like, that's what I wanted to do is I wanted to go viral and get, you know, that fame and notoriety that quick. But then I was like, now I've just, especially over the last couple weeks, I've just started to fall in love with the process. Like, I enjoy getting up every day and learning new things. I enjoy when I make a mistake on something, because now I know, you know, not to do that again, you know, I've learned from it. And the process is just is very stressful. And all all I can tell you is really just keep that tunnel vision, you know, just keep that dream in mind, and really just look at life for what it is and come to your senses and realize that the success and the happiness, the fame, the money, whatever you want, is not going to come overnight. For some people, it does. Some people go viral overnight, but the the majority, you know, the rest of the percentage of the world is not. The rest of us have to, you know, go, like my dad always used to say, you can't skip steps. Like, you can't skip letters in the alphabet. You have to go A, B, C, all the way to Z. You can't go A to L to X, back to, you know, back to M or whatever, because you're just going to find yourself, you're going to find yourself starting over a lot in life, Um and so that'd be my advice is just trusting the process. The process is a nice thing to go through. It's very humbling. You learn a lot. And my biggest thing is when I look back, however many years it takes, that's the thing. I'm going to put in the work because I really don't want it to be 10, 15 years down the line. Like I'm looking for something like within these five years, like my five-year plan, and then build after that. But the one thing that I'm looking forward to most is once I've made it, you know, to the end, or once I've reached a height in whatever business venture I'm doing, I just want to look back and be like, damn, yo, like, I can be one of those people that can give, you know, that can give that interview or that life advice because I've made it. 
And, you know, so that could be something that other people can go back and they can learn from me. But for right now, I just like to I like to listen to people's everyday struggles. You know, like I said, it's different when you hear something from. Oh, perfect example. So I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and it was some entrepreneur page or whatever. And there was a mugshot of Robert Downey Jr., um, Iron Man. And it was saying he went from drugs, basically from a crackhead to this A-list actor. And he was like, you know, if he can do it, anybody can. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of true. But I was like, but if you look back, the one thing about him is like his dad had money. His family had money. So even though he was in trouble and everything, it's like I told this dude the other I told this dude yesterday, and I'll talk about this later in the show, is money makes it easier. So yeah, even though he might have been a crackhead in and out of jail, his his you know daddy had money so he was able to get him out of that now granted yeah you st- he still had to go through some stuff on his own but it made it easier for him and i was like see so for some people they'll look at that and be like yeah robert downey jr he went from a crackhead to an a-list actor the way i saw it was you know great for him you know great for him you know i i clap my hands and give him all the applause cuz that's a great thing that he was able to turn his life around like that but i was like as from a relatability thing like that, if that was to happen to me, yo, that would not happen. First, my dad always told me, if you get arrested, yo, don't call me. Unless it's in self-defense of you or a girl, don't call me. Because as soon as I hear collect call, I'm hanging up. He was like, call your mom. He was like, because if you call me, you're going to waste your one collect call. And that's the other thing. I'm not going to call my mom. Because, uh-uh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't, you know how long of a ride that would be back home, yo? And then just to have to look. Mm-mm. Anyway. I was like, see, it wouldn't happen for me like that. I don't have the luxury to just get arrested and I could get bailed out and just keep getting bailed out. And, you know, I have all this money as a safety net. For me, that's why I said the relatability thing is not everybody's on that level. Not everybody has those parents, you know, millionaire parents who can just get them out, who can buy their way out of everything. So if you were to sit down and listen to Robert Downey Jr. talk about his life and everything, for me, it was just different. I was like... I can't really relate because, like I said, my my life isn't like that. If For me, it would literally be, I pray to God, it's not going to happen, but I'm just going to, I pray to God it doesn't. But if, you know, if I was to get arrested or whatever, I would probably, you know, for like if I became a crackhead or something like that and I just got arrested, there would be no, oh, 10 years later, you know, you see me, I'm probably an A-list actor. Why? Because I didn't have somebody on that back end who, you know, as that, that, that money, that safety net. So it wasn't relatable for me, yo. And that's exactly what I say. It's different when you hear it from somebody who's already made it. And, you know, there's people who've already made it who've gone through your circumstance. So there's people, you know, who've come out the trenches, poor, all this. There's people who have struggled in life, but their parents had money. For me, I like to listen and relate to people who... Basically, they weren't like they didn't have mommy and daddy always there to buy just buy them everything, you know, buy them all their success and fame in life and get them out of everything. Like, I don't like to hear about that because that's not how it is for me. Like, I can't be like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to go and do the same thing. So, you know, I don't care if I get arrested because, like I said, I know I can just go out here and call mom and dad and they'll bail me out and then I can go back to pursue my acting career. Like, nah, it's not how it works for a lot of people. And so that's just one thing, you know, that I just wanted to tell y'all is that trust the process and 
if you ever feel like you're going through something, you know, that people, and you feel like people don't understand you, just know, yo, you're not alone. If you're an entrepreneur out there and you feel like you're alone, yo, and everything's struggling, just know I'm out here too. I'm struggling trying to get my, my personal brand and everything off. We're all in the same boat. But don't give up, yo. Like I said, there's so many people out here who they give up right as life is about to go great for them. And so, yeah, just just relax, yo. Breathe. Life is passing you by quickly, but you have time. And it's it, the process is much more enjoyable when you can just relax and you can take in everything, absorb all of your mistakes, all of your all of your victories, all of the lessons, everything that you've been able to teach people. Just absorb it all and live in the moment. Um, like I said, the process it's it's, just, it's a series of peaks and valleys. It can go great for you on Monday, and then Tuesday you can be down in the gutter. Wednesday you can be back up. You know, for the rest of the week, you'll be down in the gutter, and then life turns back around for you. It's just a process, yo. But when we get back, I'm going to talk to you about some people that I met yesterday who are in the process, and I don't think it was a mistake that I met them. I think that God physically, like, he placed me in those positions to meet these people to learn something. And I'm eager to see what lessons and what tips that I pick up from these people after forging relationships with them. I'm going to tell you more about their story when we get back a little bit later in the show. But first, I'm going to give you that new DJ Khaled, Little Win, and Gonna Need That Freaking You. The game ain't based on sympathy. We'll be right back. Another one. I got a pink toe, she like the creep I pink, I bought a mink We got a mink flow in heat of seats Inside the rose rolling down the street Her Cuban rose gold with plenty V's We overseas, I bought a seeds And every other day she wanna freak We on another way, says on the beach She don't know what to say
Yes, sir. We're back. The game ain't based on sympathy, but you already knew that you're tuned in. So when I was over in Canarsie, I stayed chilling with my cousin. I was, um, it was a lady on the front porch and I was asking, I was like, yo, is that your mom? She was like, nah, that's my aunt. They call her AP. And when we were leaving, me, D-Nice, my cousin, Reeks, and Nene, we were, um, we were just outside talking and I was looking at the block and one thing that I noticed when we was all in the backyard chilling, I told him, I was like, yo, this lady's been out here cleaning for hours. Like, she was picking up plywood out of the backyard, like, throwing in the trash cans. Like, she was doing a whole bunch of stuff. And my cousin Reeks was like, yeah, she was like, she owns the place. Like, that's all she does is she cleans the place up. I was like, what do you mean she owns the place? He was like, she was like, she owns the whole building. And I was like, word? I was like, damn. I was like, that's dope. And then so, as soon as she told me that, like, it's just like the viewpoint of how I saw everything from that point on, like, shifted. So I just started, I started scanning the block. And if you look at the block, all of the house, it's like all the houses except this one are in good shape. It looks like, honestly, regentrification is about to happen. Like, the all the homes are from a, like, an outside like physical appearance, they're all nice. The only thing that all of the houses need is like the little mini front yard, like the walkways and the gates and everything. Those need to be fixed up. So what I did was I went online and I looked because I was like, yo, I was like, all she needs to really do, get some new shutters, get a new door, a new overhang for the door and, you know, paint this place up. And I was like, she can go. And I was like, that's a flip, yo. I was like, that is a flip. And... I told Reeks, and I was like, D-Nice, I was like, yo, I might have to, I was like, outside of my internship, I don't got nothing to do this summer, I was like, I might have to come out here and help this lady clean this place up, because that's one thing that I've gotten interested in recently was real estate investment, which, by the way, if you're not, if you have never looked into it, look into real estate investment for a passive income, it's great, just throwing that tip out there, but I was like, damn, yeah, I was like, I'll help her come fix this up. And I was like, I need to go back and talk to her because I want to I wanna really pick her brain and ask her how she did this. So it's um, it's four, no, it's three stories. There's a top, a middle, and the bottom. And so I went online and I looked up their address and it says, this property was last sold for $460,000 in 2007 and currently has an estimated value of $653. The median sales price in the Canarsie area is $525,000. The $653,000 estimated value is 15% greater than the median listing prices of $567,000 for the Canarsie area. And it says that it went up $193,000, the area of the property, since it was last sold in 2007. And I was like, damn, yo. I was like, all she really needs to do is just keep getting this place fixed up. And it's it's really a flip. And so I was like, I need to ask her how she did this. I want to ask her how she... One, I just want to, I want to know, like, I need to know her whole process here. Like, I need to know. Because I was like, this old, uh, probably not an older lady. I'd probably say she's, can't be older than, like, 55. And I was like, I was looking, you know, trusting the process. I was like, this house, whenever she gets this thing all fixed up, yo, 
it's going to be a flip. But I was like, it's going to be a process because it is in, it's not in bad shape, but there is a lot of work to be done. But I was like, once she gets done with it, yo, it's going to be worth it. So I was like, I'm going to go back and talk to her, figure out, you know, from a financial standpoint, how she planned out her money, how she went about actually buying this whole building. Because I was like, yo, this lady really is out here buying, she bought the whole building and these people are paying her. I was like, she, th- this is the real estate investment that I'm talking about. And that's why I said, like, my love for learning. And it was like, I just, I don't know. They, that's why I said, God, I think, placed me in that position, like, in that position. Because all the things that I've been praying for and the things that I've been asking him, you know, doors to open up for me to meet people. And it happened. And then after we left there, I was getting on the bus to go back to my grandma's crib. But I was watching... I think a Gary V video on YouTube. And so I wasn't really paying attention, but I but I saw the bus coming and I glanced up and I just saw I just saw B6, so I hopped on it. But I got on the wrong B6 bus and it it was the B6 towards Benhurst. So, I was like, "You know what? I was like I'm already out here. I was like I might I was like I'm hungry. I was like I might as well get something to eat, you know, check out the area cuz that's what I do. If I ever take the wrong bus or get off the wrong stop in New York, I'm like I might as well just go ahead and and tour the area and see what see what's out here, you know, since I'm gonna live here. So I was like, I was looking for something to eat. Everywhere was closed, and down in the cut, down by a dead end, there's a is a is a baguette. It's called Baguette Express. So if you're ever in New York, it's a little, it's a Jewish spot. It's on 1013 East 14th Street between Avenue J and Avenue K. They're open Monday and Thursday, Monday through Thursday, 11 to 9. And Sundays from 12 to 9. He said he's closed on Friday and Saturday. And so I walk in, super small spot. You walk in, you see the kitchen. There's a little bar seating by the window, and there's just one table with like four chairs. And there was a group of kids in there, and then they and then they walked out. It was a, a group of Jewish kids, and they walked out. And the dude who was sitting up at the counter was like, yo, Sam, he's like, you see what kind of car this dude's driving? And it was some, like, 2019 Beamer. He was like, yeah, dude. He's like, it's freaking insane. He's like, dude, just graduated high school. And they were joking around. And the dude was like, uh, the dude at the front who was sitting, he was like, what did he say? He was like, I wonder what he did to get that or or something like that. And I joked. I was just like, I was like, nothing. I was like, that's just a normal day thing. I was like, he just got that just because. And then the dude was, saying, was like, he probably just got that just because he got his license. He was like, actually, no, nah, I was probably sitting there for like four months before he even got his license. And he was like, it's freaking ridiculous, dude. He was like, and none of these kids understand the concept of money. He was like, mom and dad just buys them everything. And I was like, yeah, I was like, money makes it easier. And he was like, it really does. And the dude sitting by the window was like, um, he said, did you buy a, a Mega Millions ticket? Because I think the Mega Millions is up to like 457 and the dude Sammy, he was like, nah, I didn't. I was like, you're tripping. He was, I was like, it's only $2, and luck might be on your side that day. And so as I was sitting down, I was talking, I was just noticing, and I was like, I really like this spot. I was like, it's a small spot. Um, But I was like, the only thing, I was like, I really became intrigued in it because I overheard them saying that the owner, the dude Sammy, he's a high school dropout. And I'm, I was talking to him, I was like, yo, so how old are you? He said he's 23. He said that he's had this spot for about four years. 
and that he was looking at the property for about three years before because I was like, yo, how long did it take you to get this property and everything? And I was like, well, you got a new customer. I was like, because this, I was like, this food is good. Even though I just had some fries and onion rings, yo, it was good. And I was like, I'm going to come back because I'm going to support your business and I like, I like what you're doing. Like, I like the road that you're going down. And he was like, I'm going to get a mega million sick. And he was like, but if I win, he's like, you better come back here because we're getting the out of here. And I was like, don't worry, yo, I'm going to come back anyway just because the food's good. Like, you got me. But I was like, nah, yo, I'm going to definitely come back and check you because you're 23, I'm 21, and you've got your you've got your little business set up. And so I was, I was gonna, I'm going to go back, yo, and I'm going to pick his brain. I love to learn, especially from, like I said, that's the there's the relatability standpoint factor that I was talking about earlier. So the lady with the house, she's older than me. She, she's she's older than me, and so you know her financial and stuff. Well, actually, I don't know. So let me not speak on it. I would say her financial stuff and everything was already set for her. You know, she had money in place to go buy this house, but I actually don't know until I get to talk to her. But when I met Sammy, I was like, yo. This is what I like. See, this is another 20, you know, my age who has his own business and he's running it. And he was like, he was like, just give me a couple years. He's like, and I'm going to be out of here. He was just like, it's just been a process. And I was like, yo, all you can do is trust the process. And I was like, but don't worry. I was like, you got a new customer. I'm going to definitely come back here just because if not even for the food, yo, just simply because. I like the cat, and I, I, I like what he's got going on. He's 23, dropped out of high school. He's got his own restaurant, and he has big plans for himself. I'm like, shit, well, there you go. I was like, he's trying to make what they call the American dream. And so I was just like, yo, I'm definitely come back. I'm going to tell my peoples about it. I told my grandma, I was like, we're going to have to go through. She was like, ooh, the menu looks good. So I was like, see, you got two new customers. And that's just what I want to... So I just want to point out, yo, I love to learn. I just started taking notice of different things. Now it's like I start seeing everything as a project, and now I just start seeking out as much information from people as I can. And like I said earlier, I think I don't think that I missed that bus by accident. Like I didn't hop on the wrong bus by accident. Like there was a reason that I got on that bus, the wrong B six bus heading towards Benhurst, and it was to to meet Sammy and for me to be like. You know, it's kind of some inspiration for me. Like, damn, somebody out here who's doing it. That's what I say. Yo, God works in mysterious ways. Because had I never had I never got on that wrong bus or had I never gone over to Canarsie or Reeks, never told me about the fact that the, the AP owes the whole building, I would have never known any of this stuff. But I'm, I'm glad that I know it now. I thank God that he put me in those situations to meet those people and I'm definitely going back to pick their brains. Information is key. Knowledge is key. Knowledge is power. Once you have knowledge and information, nobody can take that away from you. Knowledge is key. Knowledge is power. Like my, like a lot of people say, you know, if you want, like my dad, you say, if you want black people to not have any information or whatever, where do they put all the information? They put all the information in books because we don't like to read. I was like, you know, it's a controversial statement. Sounds kind of screwed up, but it's true. And so that's why I started reading a lot more. And now I just like to, all I do is just pick people, 
pick people's brains and find out as much as I can as possible about their process and the success that they're going through. So, like I said, the best sandwich in town, Baghead Express, 1013 East 14th Street between Avenue J and Avenue K. Go hit up Sammy. You also get you, if you get a sandwich, you get a little punch card, buy ten, nine sandwiches, you get the 10th one free, any menu. Um, but yeah, go support his business, yo. Young cat out here just trying to make it like all of us, so go ahead and support his business. But yeah, if anything, if you don't get anything from, from today, I would definitely tell you, pick people's brains, yo. You can learn from somebody younger than you. You can learn from somebody older than you. You can learn from somebody the same age as you. You can learn from anybody who's in different experiences than you. And then I would also say just say find, you know, somebody that you relate to. Find something that makes you feel like, damn, like that gives you that feeling like, yeah, I can do it. And then run with it, yo, because life, all it is, is just a process. You're going to learn things along the way. You're going to pick up new things. You're going to teach things to other people. But all that you should keep doing this every day. You should want to learn something new every single day because there's so many pieces of information that you don't even know yet that'll just help you. And it's just, like I said, it's funny how God plays out, these experiences played out, how I just so happen to be in these two spots at the same day, you know, when I was manifesting, I was asking God, you know, the night before, like tomorrow, just help me meet somebody new who will help me get to where I want to in life, somebody who will point out some new information and I found it. I got two pieces of information. And actually, I got a third piece of information. I took a trip down to Manhattan because I wanted to go to the iHeartMedia building. And I was standing outside. Well, no, I tried to walk in because I really thought that I was just going to go around these people's corporate building and tour. Like, and I walked in and it was on lockdown, yo. So I walked in and I kept walking straight through the lobby all the way over to the other side of uh, to the entrance on Church Street, and then I was standing outside, and I was looking up at the building, and the security guard outside, he was like, what, are you interested in buildings? I was like, nah, I was like, I'm gonna have a radio show here one day, and he kind of laughed. He was like, what, do you know how to get in contact with anybody? I was like, nah, I don't. I was like, I just applied for internships, but other than that, nah, he was like, well, if you just write an introduction letter and come back and hand it to the front desk to the messenger, they'll run it upstairs, and I was like, yo, thanks a lot, yo. I was like, see, had I not taken that trip to Manhattan that day, I would have never done that. And I was like, it was just something in my mind that told me, you know, the night before that morning, yo, go to Manhattan and go look at the iHeartRadio um, studio. Uh, security guard's name is Tony. So, yo, Tony, thank you for that information. And I walked away. I was like, it's nice to meet you. I was like, I'm going to see you here in a couple years. And he kind of laughed. He was like, all right, good luck to you. And I was like, he's laughing, but I'm serious. And that's what I said, yo, there's so many, there's so much information out there that can help you. You can't do everything on your own. What's it saying? Together or alone, we can do little. Together, we can accomplish great things. Something like that. But just look for um, look for other people, yo, because you don't know everything in the world. And I've come to that realization. Even though I like to think that you know I I know what I'm doing, because I don't like to ask for people's help a lot. I've given that up, yo. Like I realize I can't do it out here on my own. There's things that I don't know that I need to know that somebody else has that information for me. So. I would just say every day 
just trust the process. Enjoy the process. Enjoy to love the life that you're living right now, whether it's hard, whether it's easy, all the struggles, all the pitfalls, the roadblocks, all the victories that come along the way. Enjoy every single one of them because they're all crucial to your future success and when you want to be able to look back and tell people your experience and how you did on life. And then, like I said, just soak in as much information and knowledge as you can, yo. Soak in and you can just be willing and be open to learn from anybody. But I hope everybody has a great rest of their day. I hope, you know, whatever business ventures you're on, I wish you luck. And I just wish you luck in life, yo. Wish you nothing but happiness, blessings, and prosperity. Just keep stacking, keep stepping, keep rocking. Trust the process. Love to learn. The game ain't based on sympathy, but you already knew that. I'll catch you next time. We the best music. Special cloth alert. Special cloth alert. DJ Kelly. Still playing with them M's. Thinking like a felon. Hope to kill Stuart Seaman. Falling down from heaven. All I know is all these rap. Dry snitching and telling. That work don't even come like that. You selling. I gave you a whole lane, a whole lane That better than me frontin' your whole thing And where I'm from, they know I'm the truth Just being honest Better pay all your taxes and plus my homage I'm in a white chinchilla 18-wheeler 500 in the back Ain't nobody iller Do it for the streets and the slums To which I came Got the same wounds, same scars They feel my pain Love this money making like Mitch Can't lead a game The only thing to get us excited Money and cane I don't know about the rest Just a legend in the flesh And when it comes to this here This here This here Best I can work four pots at a time I'm a robot The only thing keep crossing my mind I hope the dough lock they, they fake, they can't relate 20 seasons straight, no stain, let's call it fake Jack boys running your sh** you give, they take If you leave with your grind in your life, you're good, you're great Painted pictures so vivid, this should be in a museum Probably why my new house looking like a coliseum I'm borderline brilliant, other half ignorant That mean I kill a get away with it Last time I got an order, got a slave with it Snow, it's the biggest Maybach <laughs> All black hoodies just like I'm Trayvon I'ma rep my little homies until my day's gone I'ma burn out my warties just like I pray for them I'ma take care of their lawyers until the case gone Half of these singing like Trey songs Half of my kilos is sure by State Farm Doing hits for free, don't even pay for them Twisting up expensive weed, way to L.A. for it Do it for dollars, that for the decimals You say line to five festivals your go-to jewel is unethical Chew smoking and smelling skeptical uh, Much richer than I last was You can tell by the loud cuz Double M, the money machine You rock with boss, no one in between uh, uh.